Last time on Dungeons and Dickheads, the party sets out to Mage Island on Paul Daniel's ship. He called it Deborah, although it never suited her. After some tense interactions between Martin, Ronson and Toc, everyone apart from Porkeye enjoyed Ronson's rabbit broth, made from old rabbit and doves left over from Paul's magic tricks. The next day, the crew ignored the instructions of a sea spirit to turn and leave, resulting in her unleashing her giant pet octopus, Terence. After some teamwork and questionable use of physics, Porkeye and Ronson quickly dispatched the beast by launching a quiver full of arrows at it. Despite Terence's untimely death, the party had more trouble with the two sea spawns who climbed aboard. One severely harmed Ray, prompting Ronson to dive in and save the otter by launching him back up the deck. The other, believing Toc, who was a sharktopus for some reason, to be his friend, attacked Martin, pummeling him before being betrayed and beheaded by the tiefling. As the fog and wind settled, the party saw a landmass in the distance, a relatively small island but with a very prominent lighthouse, its beacon glowing brightly despite it being the middle of the day. And so we join back with our heroes straight after that battle on the ship as they look out to Major Island in the distance. Martin, struggling to stand, leaning on the, the safety rail, just turns to them and says, So then team, what's the plan? It's probably a few hours sailing to the island. The docks are on the other side, or do we approach head on? I'll, I'll leave the tactics to you. Right, well, I'm feeling confident since we knackered that octopus in one turn. Does everyone remember when we knackered that octopus in one turn and, and ruined do. Dave's big boss? Do you remember that? Sorry, I don't remember. I, do. I think we should go through it all again. <laughs> the narrator remembers. <laughs> um, I think we should um, tip... Can boats tiptoe? If so, we should tiptoe to the far side of the island away from the Does docks. Does it pull up his little decking skirt and just get out some little oar legs and go? Yeah. <laughs> Do we have a rowing boat on this big boat? Can we put a silencer on it? There are rowing boats on the boat, yeah. Sweet. We uh, we we anchor up slightly out of eyesight of the island and we we row ourselves to the, the a secreted area. So you've got the docks on one side of the island and the lighthouse on the other. So are you heading to the docks or the lighthouse? I say we head straight for the docks without pulling anchor and crash straight into them, slowing the boat down, just like in Jurassic Park World, where the T-Rex comes in and then we all get off and wreak havoc. But what what if we need to get back and we've destroyed our boat? It's a fair point, actually, yeah. Have you not seen the Meg 2 trailer? Minor issue. We could be stranded. Also, let's take a moment to talk about the Meg Two trailer. Oh, oh you mean the Lordy. one which? Uh, the, the, you mean the franchise that's better than Jaws? It is. The Meg is better than Jaws. Uh, sorry, I keep forgetting this is a podcast and people can't see my face. Uh, I, I, he I, looks I, overjoyed. I, He's now uh, holding his hands and his head and weeping with weeping. tears of joy. I can't formulate words. I can't formulate words. The Meg is better than Jaws. But when the Meg 2 comes out, it'll be recognised as a classic and everyone will go, Jaws who? Yeah. The one, uh, well, the one with Michael Caine in it. If there's a person who believes that Meg is better than Jaws, I, I, I think they're beyond reason, so there'd be no point trying to reason with them. Well, email address is at the bottom of the podcast listing. I, I eagerly await your, your email to confirm that I'm correct. There we go, guys. We've put, we, we could have lost loads of podcast viewers with your terrible opinions on film. Can I just ask, Neil, do you know how podcasts work? Yes. Because <laughs> podcast <laughs> viewers isn't necessarily the word I'd use. Viewers. Yeah, sorry, podcast viewers. A viewing with their ears. Just staring at their phone. I imagine that they sit back and they imagine, you know, us, so they are viewing us. They, they imagine us. Okay. Poor fuckers. Shall we imagine what you're going to do next? Like uh, I, I'm all up for secret, secret rowboating on. But do we want to go to the lighthouse side or the dock side? I'm going to say lighthouse. Is it daytime? We could and always jump out and swim. Yeah, but the light on wouldn't be on in the day, I'm not would it? Swimming. It's currently daytime, uh, but the beacon lighthouse. is lit. Right. Let me just check, Dave. Have I got a swimming spell? Can you see a swimming spell? The Ray, uh, witch bowl. I can't see one, no. But I have got grease, 
When when swimmers swim across the channel, they grease themselves up, don't they? And duck fat and things like that just to keep warm and probably to glide through the water easier. So maybe I could grease us all up. Maybe Ronson should grease everybody up. I'm Ooh. not going anywhere near that water. Didn't we get a spare breathing hat? No, I have broken. a broken breathing hat oh, in my... Well, I'm putting my it... breathing hat on. An otter's a raising otter, so he's fine. I'm so. going to get in a rowboat. Will anyone join me? And I think oh. we should go to the lighthouse because it's very suspicious that the light is on during the day. Come on, everybody! It's skinny-dipping time! Ronson removes his claws, uh, pops them in a little bag so that he can take with him, and jumps overboard. I'll just get into the rowboat. Come on, everybody! The water's fine! Get your clothes off and come on in. By the way, when I said everybody, I I, I meant talk. I told you I hate water. You're on your own. Isn't it suspicious that during a cost-of-living crisis, the lighthouse is on during the day? Yes, it's very wasteful, isn't it? Very wasteful. Anyway, we're in the rowboat. So you're going straight to the lighthouse, yeah? Yeah. I'm doing the backstroke. So it's going to take a good couple of hours to row to the lighthouse. So I assume, are you heading there straight off? Um, Anything else you're taking with you other than what you normally carry? Uh, Can't think of anything. I'll just take my normal stuff. I have packed everything that I could possibly need for the forthcoming adventure. Mm. So anything that crops up, Dave, I've packed Mm. it. (laughs) Okay, noted. So as as you're doing that, Ronson is backstroking alongside uh, the boat, naked, and then he goes, Talk! Beware! Talk! And she looks overboard, and (laughs) Ronson's penis is sticking up in the air out of the water. Like a droopy jaws. Penis alert at 17 minutes into the stream, everybody. I'm giving the audience what they want. I shout back over the side. I hope you don't intend to go fishing with any tackle. Oh, wait. Oh, I don't think they'll spot it. <laughs> I thought you were going to maggot. You, 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 <laughs> no. you missed the opportunity right there. there to refer to it as no, a maggot. I'm not using maggot. It was right no. there and you threw no. it away. Well, I'm not as good as quips as other people, so you're getting what you're given. Look, this water is very cold. Please don't take this as an accurate Ooh. representation of my genitalia. Okay, so as the hours pass, Ronson, um, magically just being able to swim a bit for four hours, he's holding on to the side of the rowboat, maybe. Um, Martin is still in a bad way. Um, You've gone straight from him being attacked and having his back almost broken to... uh, Are you making him row the boat, or...? In the boat? He's done fuck all else so far. (laughs) Oh. How big is the rowboat? Is it two, one side by side on each oar, or is it just one person? Depends. Depends how kind you want to be. Well, I mean, no, you... I'm not feeling kind then. If if one person oh, can really? row it, oh, that guy, so, he's rowing. Yeah, he's so rowing. Martin. Well, he did steer the ship away from the rocks. Um, he had autopilot. That's true. Okay, so as you approach the lighthouse, um, you see from the. Uh, from your vantage point from the from the sea, it's a very tall structure. Either side, there are huge statues of um, appear to be naked men, um, positioned as if they're holding up the lighthouse. Um, Ronson, with your passive perception and your knowledge of the great Paul Daniels, you do notice that the statues mm. do appear to be carved in his likeness. Um, there are. Hang on, I believe. Leave these statues. These are statues of Paul. I'm pretty sure. I can tell by the tiny, tiny mushroom penis. Uh, uh, let me just check the face. Yes, it's Paul. It's Paul Daniels. All these men are Paul Daniels. I and... recommend that. I recognise that bald dome everywhere and his head. And Martin calls from the boat. Yes, well, it's Mage Island, isn't it? You know, home to the magic circles. So. Now, they put it there as a tribute to my father before they imprisoned him and started stealing his magic. Sorry, Dave, who are you playing? That was Martin. That's Martin. Oh, he's Martin Daniels with us, is he? Yes. Lovely. Jesus. He's the whole reason you're here. 
the whole reason any of this is happening is because yes. when you were creating your character, you on a whim said, I was mentored by Martin Daniels. And I took that one oh, line and turned that? it into an entire storyline. And yeah. you can't even remember that the fuck is here. We spent the last 10 weeks building up. <laughs> All right. Okay. Great. Well. Well done, Dave. You did that. That was some good listening, and you. Uh, congratulations for your creativity. So, as you um, get closer to the to the cliff, you see that there is a um, a sort of cavern carved into the side, kind of around water level. Um, you can't see into it, uh, but it does appear to be a way into the side of the cliff and possibly the lighthouse itself. It's not going into right. one of the statues. Bum holes, is it? No, because the statue's bum holes are very clearly just checking. Is it, is, is it their pee hole? Are we you, gonna no, you were, at sea, you were at sea level. I'm pointing to my screen and that doesn't help because is it, right, is okay, it like, we're at sea level, okay. Is it like one of the it's like an erotic uh, soft play centre where you go up the ladder up his ass and slide down his winky? To go to that play centre, it sounds delightful. I will walk around the perimeter. No, no, Neil, Neil. What? You're approaching by boat in the sea. So you, you see where the map oh, is in the cliff. No, because you're at sea level. This cliff is like, like feet high. You are currently at sea level. So there's a cavern you've seen in the cliff face. You are not up the top here. You are at the sea. Oh, oh do we have to climb up? Like I just said, there's a cave at the side of the cliff, Neil. When did you say that? Just now. Every week we put in Discord, Neil, pay attention to this one. You might need to know something. Every week he either ignores it or says something funny. And then every week we get into the story and he thinks he's still fucking Terence. Right. Okay. Let's let's right. let's uh, let's let's get to that cave then. I agree. I <laughs> Okay, so as you row, it's obviously quite difficult to be stealthy in a rowboat. Why would we need to be stealthy, Dave? <laughs> I am going to need a uh, dexterity save. Oh. Whoa, whoa, how about this? How about I jump out and I swim and I push the boat so we don't have to row it, I push the boat. Swim. I mean, if you'd been paying attention to what you said, you know you were not in the boat at all because you've been swimming the entire sodding away. But yes, <laughs> you could push the boat if you wish. Last time we heard from you, you had your cock out and it looked like a malnourished Jaws approaching. Or, or a Meg. Right, so I, I will get out and I will swim and I will push the boat stealthily into the cave. Cool, okay. Sorry for Wait, How do we do a deck save and throw? Cause I haven't done we one don't, you don't need to if you're doing that. Oh, put my dice away then. You have not you have not caused any splashing and Oh Neil doesn't listen. Neil doesn't know what he's doing. Oh look, yet again Neil solved a problem. That you created. So as you um you push the boat into the cave, it, it soon runs aground. Um as it um opens up into a small little passageway. Um we from what sure you can see that statue's anus. Like I say, we just saw some small little passageways. So from what you can see, it's just a small um, passageway ending in what seems to be um, sort of some wooden wooden planks of some kind. Um, there's very dim light com coming from outside. It's starting to get dark now. Um, but you can sort of see it looks like a dead end. But as I say, there appears to be some sort of wooden structure at the end. I don't know why, gang, but I have this kind of feeling that uh, this could be a secret passageway, that maybe it's like a bookcase, sliding bookcase, we've got to move it to the side. Now, has anybody, anybody seen that, that old play in a space? And how yes. they went in, they went in, they got really small because of magic and went in through that person's nose. Now... If if such a thing as a podcast exists, listeners can't see it. But to me, it looks like inner space. But they decided the nose wasn't was or the eye was too small, and uh, we have been injected right into a colon. See, I uh, think it looks like um, a pore where a hair follicle may come out, or it's a cliff with a passageway carved into the side of it. <clears throat> Let's cut to the damn chase. I'll fire a firebolt at it. No, don't do that. Let me let me do let me do percept. Let me roll for perception, and we'll have a goosey because you are you might be right. It might be some sort of mysterious door hidden away, 
and I'll use my perception to find out. I have a plus four, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so you rolled a twelve. Um, so you can certainly tell that yeah, this isn't that. This isn't a natural part of the cave. Let's say it is wood. Um, it does look like there has been movement. Uh, you just can't quite tell where the mechanism might be at this point. I look to Mr. Daniels and I say, uh, have you ever been here? Would you uh, happen to know the way through the door? He kind of uh, is, is knackered. He kind of limps forward. Says, yeah, you just got to sort of push on, on this bit a bit and just tries to push on the left-hand part of the door. Um, he kind of leans on it and just, oh, can one of you help? I, my back. I give him a hand. Uh Stand aside, fair maiden. I'm more than happy to use a bit of muscle if I need be. Who are you calling fair maiden? And I just walk up anyway. Okay, so you <laughs> give the door a push at the point he indicated, and um, the door slides away, opening up into a circular room. You can see there's just shelving everywhere. It looks to be some sort of storeroom. Uh, smells a bit damp. Um, probably just in from the sea air, water coming in from the from the passageway. Um, and you see some stairs in the corner, lit by a uh, a lantern. Can I well, investigate the room, please? Let's have a good please? look around. Yeah, let's have a good look around. Yeah, give me an investigation check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's an eighteen plus three, so a twenty-one. All right, you find lots of scraps of food. There's Ooh. various sort of supplies, cutlery, um, lots of handkerchiefs for some reason. Oh, I, um, I pick one up and I hand one to Ronson. I'm like, there you go, love. Dry yourself off. <laughs> Thank oh, is you. Oh, Ronson still naked, by the way? I think so. Oh. Uh, well, yeah, he probably hasn't got changed yet, but um, I mean, oh, I'm happy for Ronson case... to, to, to be naked in this episode if needs be. In that case, I take a handkerchief and I just try and hang it over and cover up his uh, private area. <laughs> And it works because he's currently engorged. <laughs> um, yeah, nothing really of value, but you just like you say, find scraps of food and just supplies. It looks like this is, um, say, the storeroom for just all the odds and sods that they need if someone was to be staying here. I take a snack. There's a snack. You can have a snack. I have a snack. Is this like nightmare? Will it give us some health back if we eat the snack, like in a computer game? Yeah. No. Hmm. Oh, I have a snack anyway. Right. Well, I don't know if it's because I'm a uh, 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 sans clothes at the moment, but I'm feeling brave and bold. Let me venture forth, that I shall walk up the stairs, because that's the way my compass is pointing. And might I say you've done great work on your compass? It is, in fact, very bold. Thank you. Just to point out, then, any bonuses that you get from stuff you would be wearing, like your magical cloak, are not currently in effect. You know what, everybody? I've changed my mind now <laughs> I think about it. I think I might get dressed. I'm just going to go up these stairs and get dressed, OK? Good idea. Yes. Right, so you're going up the stairs first? What's everyone else doing? Is there any gin down here? <laughs> There, no, there's just sort of um, some dirty, empty bottles, but nothing that appears palatable. I just kind of look at all the bottles, kind of tipping them upside down and shaking them, hoping for a, a drop or something, looking quite sad. I, I, I will follow Ronson up the stairs, but I'm keeping my eye line firmly on the floor. And uh, Ray has taken off his froggy hat, and underneath the froggy hat is, is a blindfold. And he's following me up the stairs as well. But in the in the first hearing of danger, he will immediately take it off. He has no disadvantage because of this. And just as I am, just as I'm walking up one of the stairs, so my buttock cheeks are kind of eye level with a uh, uh, park eye. I do let out a little Tommy squeaker. Do I need to do a you know a roll for that? See how powerful it is. No. Luckily, I, I was holding pebbles and using pebbles as a mask. No, uh, pebbles is by me. And actually, Dave, I scoop pebbles up and I feed some little scraps from the kitchen to pebbles as I follow them up the stairs. Cool. You, you fed the rotten food to your 2 HP cat. I've already eaten some rotten food myself. We strong. We got this. Okay. I did a strength check from the and fat it and it was rotten. just a three. So oh, that means, yeah, to be fair, it's just tickled your nose. There's a little bit pork iron and that's it. 
and wafted oh. off quickly. You, you got a brief. You got the essence of it. Hawkeye just goes and carries on. So you head upstairs. You emerge into the um, entryway of the lighthouse. So looking through the doors here, you see that you are now at ground level at the top of the cliff. Obviously, those stairs behind you were the ones that went down to the basement. Um, and you see, yeah, the main entranceway is in front of you. It's like we're at the base of the shaft. I skip outside and have a look at the giant naked men from the outside. I'll, I'll stay inside and investigate inside then. Let's. Uh, Are you looking for anything yeah. in particular, Toc? Um, I'm just looking at the size of their stature. Well, uh, penis. We've already, kind you know. of Michelangelo's David type um, uh, thing. Well, one of them, one of them is anyway, and but the other one you can't see because it's um, Paul. Well, although he's using both hands to um, to hold up the um, the lighthouse, there's just a, like a magic top hat, like where the penis should be. Uh, that's disappointing. Um, um, can we see the the rooms behind us? Uh, you you can see into the main entranceway. So through the doors, you do see there's a um, fairly spacious room. There's sort of some chairs, some, um, uh, what do you call them? Mats, rugs, rugs, that's the word. Um, and there looks to be some doorways to the left and right. I'll, I'm going well, to have a mooch around. Oh, well, I've already said I'm investigating. Calm down. Do you want left or right? I'll take left, go on. You take I'll right. Take right. Take okay. a full 360 around the lighthouse, by the way. Just um, rolling an investigation check to see if there's anything out here. Can I do that? Yeah. Fantastic. Just before these two get on with the inside, uh, a 13, a 16. Okay, so there's nothing hugely of note. Um, there is a ladder um, around um, or, yeah, the back of the lighthouse, sort of back facing the cliff. Um, mm. There's a ladder that seems to lead up to a bit of a balcony. Oh, I'm going up the ladder. Can I go up the ladder? And then we, we can come back to me in a minute. <laughs> yes, we will come back to you shortly. <laughs> as soon as you enter the main room of the lighthouse, um, you feel um, a, like, a real shift in the atmosphere. It just feels very oppressive, um, like just pushing down on you. No, nothing too serious. It just doesn't feel very comfortable. Okay, um, so having under two 17-foot penises. That is true. No. <laughs> Can you feel that, poor Kai? I feel a certain amount of pressure pressing down on me. Pressing down down. on you. No man asked for. I started that like I knew the lyrics, then quickly realised I I didn't. That's the bit where you do the sing-along and go, Under pressure. So Martin turns to you once and says, I know it's been a long time since we last saw each other, my boy, but have you had any serious head injuries since then? Sorry, who are you? I'll take that as a yes. And then he sort of just claps you around the back of the head. Oh, Martin, of course, Martin. Is, um, uh, have I told you it's wonderful to have you here today with us. Uh, Martin, would you like to join me as I go and check out uh, this left-hand side up here? Are, are you going to get dressed first? I am dressed, yes. I dress as I entered the room. I, after I got okay. to the top of the stairs, I dressed, yes. I, okay, I mean, fine. can you... Sorry, I just realised I'm not talking to Martin now, am I? I'm talking to Dave, the voice in my head, the voice of God. Yes, Dave, I'm dressed. No, 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 that was me, that was Martin. Oh, sorry, Martin. Yes, no, I am dressed, Um, you know. Do you need to clean your eyeballs? Well, I, I am seeing quite a lot of hallucinations since having been almost beaten to death by that sea monster, and you haven't yes. given me a chance to have a rest yet. No, I know. Well, I haven't done a rest either. By the way, while we are while, while we are talking about cleaning balls, uh, uh, you might want to get the uh, window cleaner or, or somebody out to to the statues. I did notice your father's scrotum w- uh, it was very very dirty. Pigeons are up there, I think. Yeah, they they nest in there. Um, there's a little spot just between like the the t- where the the two balls sit 
where the the, the birds quite like to nest and just make make a home there. Yes, well, I imagine it's very warm and cosy. Yeah, I don't know why they built it like that, to be honest. But you well, know. I suppose after your father, who had a very warm and cosy scrotum, according to Debbie. Well, there were those rumours about the doves and things, but I, I'd, I'd like to think it was nothing to do with that. No, he kept those up his arse. You are going to the left-hand room with Martin, then. Right, Martin, let's have a good old look around here. If you, you take it low, I'll take it high. Get down on your hands and knees, Martin. You look under the bed, see what's there. I'll have a good old look. Uh, so give me a investigation check, please. Uh, it's a 10 plus 5, 15. Okay, so as you w are walking into the room, you do see at the back of the main room, in an alcove, which looks like it may have once been a fireplace, there is um, there is a chest, uh, a large gold ch chest, just sort of sitting there. You notice that before you go in the room. Would you like to do anything with that first? Yeah. Martin, Martin, look at this alcove here which looks like it may have been a fireplace at some point there's a large golden chest can you see it martin shall we go investigate let's see if we can get it open come on i'm going to try and open it how uh well just using the power you of say firebolts i swear to christ <laughs> just using the power of my you know arms hands and fingers to lift it up uh it is locked okay so uh, I'm going to shake the lock because people do that even when it's like they shake the lock to see if it if it falls off. So I shake the lock. Nothing happens. Okay. I um, stick. I, I find like a stick on the floor or something like that, and I jam that in the lock and give it a twiddle. See if that works. Uh, give me a slight of hand check. It's a one. Uh, so as you poke the stick into the um, the lock, you kind of push a bit hard. It snaps and a bit splinters yeah. off and smacks you in the eye. So I, 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 I've, tr I've tried to open it. I've shaken the lock. I've jammed something into the lock. So I think probably the next best bet is uh, I'll use a firebolt on it. So it's almost uh, like uh, if you had you... someone with a cantrip in there <laughs> and they could open it. <laughs> yeah. So as you start to pull your hands back, uh, Martin goes, do you not maybe think, there might be a key somewhere. Yes, quite possibly. But can I just fire my firebolt first, Martin? If you want to come in with the smart R, smart Alex suggestions, great. But, you know, leave it to the professional song first. Okay. So I fire a firebolt at it. Okay. Um, do me a first a roll to hit. Oh, a roll to hit? Please, oh, please, please. Uh, uh, 19. Fuck. Yeah, you you hit the static chest. Yeah, well, that's it. Why did I have to do a... Because usually you don't have to. Well, I mean, Dave, I'm going to tell you something. Because I rolled the damage and I got a seven. So if I get lower than a seven now, I'm going to be very annoyed. Well, if you roll the damage already, we'll take it to seven. Well, yeah, we'll take the seven then. Um, so the, the frame hits it and... Yeah, there's a bit of a scorch mark on it, but there's nothing visible. There's obviously it's it's mainly made of metal, so it's not Martin, really had an effect. I've had an idea. Thank you for your suggestion about the firebolt, but it didn't work. Didn't think it would. I've had a great idea. There could be. You see the lock. I'm wondering if there's a key for this lock. Let's look around and see if we can find the key. What a good idea! I'm glad I taught you well. You certainly did. Uh, so what do I have to do in, like, an investigation check for the key now? Well, so you're investigating the room, right? So you did a 15, so that kind of – you spotted the chest. So you also have a look around the room. We'll use the same role. Um, there isn't anything of note in the room you've you've picked. Like, one of the double beds appears to – oh, sorry, twin beds – appears to have been used recently. Mm -hmm. um, like, the, uh, the bed sheets are you know, not as straight and tidy as the rest of them. Um, the drawers are empty. Um, no, it's like it's a um, no, a freshly made hotel room. There is, yeah, no evidence of anything other than the bed sheets being ruff ruffled up a bit. Martin, you frigging ignoramus! 
What's all this about a key? My God, what a stupid frigging idea. Right, let me get my thinking cap on. Here's the idea. Martin, I want you to carry the chest right up to the top of the lighthouse, okay? Then throw it over the side, and when it hits the ground, it will smash open, I would imagine. So that is an idea, my uh, my friend, but you're always a little bit short-sighted. Do you not... You've seen how tall the lighthouse is. Do you not imagine there may be other rooms that may hold the key? Yes, but that would in, yes, but they would have to go into those rooms and search those rooms. Well, if you just threw it off the lighthouse, Bob's your uncle. We've done it. I am not carrying that like that chest. We're here to save my father. I'm not taking that chest up anywhere. Right. Okay, then. You be like that, then. Martin, I'm starting to get very irritated by you, I must admit. Uh, Martin storms out of the room. Yo, it's your boy Shitehawk, the uh, star, frankly, of the podcast you're listening to now, Dungeons and Dickheads. And I expertly play the character of Porky. Yep, that's right. It's me. Just me and you having a chat but i'm here for a reason i'm slid expertly into the halfway point of this here podcast to tell you about our patreon that's right a podcast with a patreon who would have thought it but if you go to patreon.com forward slash dungeons and d heads that's the word and and d heads not dickheads d heads you can see the wealth of stuff we are offering to you not loads of crap that you're never going to get through just story specific and fun stuff in nice little snippets so come just give us some money give us give us give us some money a little bit of money just a little bit please please we'll give you we'll give you free stuff like dave's diary uh early podcasts shout outs uh fun little deleted scenes exclusive character chats and many many also yeah oh hang on and discounts on merch can't forget that you love our merch you love it so yeah go to patreon.com forward slash dungeons and d heads or just click the little link that's in this podcast description and all good all good indeed okay thank you bye um we're gonna go to pork iron ray now Hang on, just before we do, can Ronson sit on the bed and sulk, please? Yes, he can. Thank you. Okay, so poor Kai, are you? Did you say you were looking in the other room? Uh, that is correct. Okay, roll me an investigation check. Fifteen. Okay. Um, this room, it it hasn't been used, but it it also hasn't been kept very well. So you know, it, it's as if it hasn't been touched for a long time. Um. There are. It's a double double bed in the middle of the room. The bedside table each side, um, and on one of the bedside tables, there's a picture frame. Um, it's a very heavily covered in dust picture frame. But you kind of you pick it up, you wipe off um, you know, the layer of dust, and you see a picture of a slightly younger, and uh, he has a bit more of a head of hair, Paul Daniels, um, with the lovely Debbie McGee by his side. I think you find that was a wig. Um, I I'm going to check behind the the frame, please and thank you. Okay. Um. So as you do so, you notice that the um the, the clasps that would have been keeping the picture in have actually been, they it looks like they've been opened recently. So as you pick it up, actually the back kind of falls out. Um, you see nothing in there other than the picture, but to say this has been opened before. Is there anything on the floor? Any that may have fallen from it uh, underneath the picture? No, you you see nothing. There's just lots of dust, some rat droppings, but nothing key light. I'm going to uh, grab the frame uh, off the wall, and I'm going to take it over to Martin. It was a it was a little picture frame like on a, that stands up on the bedside table, so it's uh, quite small. But ah, yes. Um, oh, can I? Is it is it your standard picture frame with your glass and your your picture yeah. underneath it? Yeah. Okay, I'll open it then and have a look at the back of the photo. So I misunderstood. 
Oh, sorry. I f- and I also misunderstood you because I thought you knew what I was talking about. So I had imagined you'd well, taken the back issue. off to see if there was something hidden between the picture oh. and the backing of the frame. Well, in that case, we both misunderstood and I will pick <laughs> it up and take it to Martin. Um, cool. And I'll say words before I sneeze. Martin, I found this, this picture of, of your dad and the lovely Debbie McGee. Uh, do you know anything about this? Is it inscribed with any sort of magic? No, it just appears it's a picture of Dad and Debbie. It was his favourite. Um, I knew he stayed here at the lighthouse sometimes back when things were, you know, when we thought things were all good with the circle. So he must have just had one, had one copy to. It is, of course, a drawing of of uh, Paul of and Debbie because we all know there's no photos in this world. Um, he must have had it commissioned so he could have a copy here. Martin, have I told you in the last five minutes how fuckal use you are to any man nor beast? Not my fault I don't know any more than you do. <sighs> you look like Hugo weaving on a bad day. I'm going back in the room. Now you feel Ronson's pain. Yeah, is, there, you... is there anything else? Sh- shitey, shitey, are you sitting on your bed and sulking as well? <laughs> yeah, I was going to have a look around, but actually, yeah, I'm going to have a sulk. Okay, so shall we jump to talk then? I'd say you found nothing else in that room. Climbing a ladder. Okay, so talk is climbing the ladder. I imagine Pebbles, Pebbles is on your shoulder. On, yeah, no, perched on my horns, just in between, you know, as I go up. Yeah. Okay, so as you climb up the ladder, <laughs> um, you land on a um, the balcony, <gasps> which is overlooking the the sea. You can just yeah see where you came from. You can see your the big boat that you set sail from um, in the distance, sort of an- anchored up. Sloshing what? about in the water a little bit. Okay. Uh, Ray is not there. Right. Ray. So you, yeah, you see the double doors uh, leading back into the lighthouse. Well, I um, I see if the doors will open, please. T- casting an eye over the the lovely view. As I do so. Yeah, these doors open as do the set behind them. Oh, um, I'm straight in. I'm in. Can I roll for investigation too? If there's nothing yeah, in there. So as you Yeah, roll for investigation as I described the room. So you walk in, uh this looks to be a study of some kind. There are bookcases all along the um the wall, around in the in the circle. There was a couple of desks and some uh some shining objects as well. Okay. Um I got an eleven plus three, so fourteen. Um shiny objects, you say? Um, I, I, I kind of saunter over to the shiny objects and have a closer look at them. Okay, so as you're standing in the middle of the room, you notice that there is a... Um, let me find my notes. Uh, there is a glowing uh, blue orb on the desk straight in front of you. Shiny. Uh, and on the sort of chest-level bookcase to the left, there is a uh, red orb. There's also a purple light on the desk, but that does looks to be some sort of enchanted stone just to sort of cast some light, some sort of reading light on the desk. However, there is some paperwork on the on that desk as well. Mm, I walk over to the purple reading light and see if I can pick it up and have a look at the paperwork on the desk. Okay, so um, there's a few bits of just sort of scrap parchment, just torn, whatever, but you do find um, a scroll which you, you can't quite read the magic, um, but you do know that this is a scroll that wizards would use to either cast or learn a new spell. Fantastic. I pocket it. <laughs> um, uh, the, the glowing stone does freely move. It's just like, a, just like it was a pebble or a rock, maybe from the local, like the beach nearby, that's just been enchanted a bit fantastic. of a novelty spell. Well, that's coming with me. Um, and I go to look at the red shiny light. Uh, it's a it's a ball, you know, it's sort of crystal ball-y type uh, object, and it's glowing with a red light. I tentatively poke a finger at it and touch it. Okay, as you do, there's a small high-pitched sound for a few seconds, and oh. the blue orb over on the other desk uh, starts flashing. I skip over to the blue orb and I do the same. Can you roll me a athletics check, please, presuming you are skipping quickly? I can. 13 plus 1, so 14. 
Okay, so you make it over just before the um, the beeping stops. You press the orb, uh, and the wall and the entire desk um, shift down into the ground, revealing a small uh, room behind it. <gasps> I solved the puzzle. I don't need no party friends. And I take uh, a step inside the special secret she's, room. It's going to be impossible now. <laughs> As you step in... Uh, is Pebbles still on your horns? Uh, Pebbles has jumped down when I was looking at the paperwork, so I was tipping my head over. As soon as you step in, um, that panel that uh, shifted down slides back up, um, sealing you off from the rest of the room. Um, you are in a small room at the front of the uh, the lighthouse. In there you see a um, a very small bed, a very uncomfortable-looking bed, um, and another glowy red thing. One of those newfangled escape rooms. I will solve it. I can do this. I walk up tentatively and I do the same poking because it seemed to work last time. The red light. Okay. As you poke oh. it, I need you to roll. Actually, no, I will roll. Uh, uh, you feel a, a bit of a pang and a tingle as you take one point of electric damage. No. Okay. Let me put that on. Okay. Hmm. Duh. Doc, if you can hear us, we're still sulking. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm in you a room of hear each other. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, oh, for goodness sake. Oh, God. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't know why. I, I, I use vicious mockery on it. And I say, if you were any brighter, you would be something really bad. And I lost what I was going to say. So um, that's that's my vicious mockery to it. As an inanimate was... object, nothing happens. <laughs> so, so, so you just stepped in. It's some shot. You can see stuff. Um, you know, they're obviously they're. Um, so it's quite a small room, but at the moment, all you've really seen is that there is a very uncomfortable-looking bed and this uh, glowing stone on a plinth. I'll do an investigation crushing check. Walls, crushing walls, crushing walls. Come on, crushing walls. Roll me an investigation check. No crushing walls. Uh, a 10 plus 3 to a 13. Okay, um, presumably staying clear of the red glowy thing. Yes. Um, you search around... Um, it looks like it's fruitless, but then you pick up one of the pillows on the bed. Um, and as you do, sort of from between the pillow and the pillowcase, drops a small golden key. Oh, I wonder what that could go in. Um, yeah, but how do I get out? Is, is, is there a lock on the inside of the door for the key? There is not. Okay. <clears throat> Remember, Pebbles I... is outside the room. Pebbles is outside the room. But, oh, wait, do I have to talk to animals? Did I get it? Did I get it? Did I get it? Flipping didn't, did I? Oh, God. Wondering if Pebbles can understand me. <laughs> I, I shout through the wall to Pebbles, like, Pebbles, you know the red light that's on the left side of the room? Do you want to go touch that and quickly scamper across and touch the blue light for me, please? Pebbles continues licking her ass. <laughs> so I need you to roll me an intelligence check for Pebbles. Oh my god. I don't know. Have... Pebbles? 20 minus 4. It's a what, sorry? D20 minus 4. Okay. Well, that's a 6 then. Nothing happens. Pebbles, can we try that again, please? <laughs> and you I, can try your I try Pebbles as much as you'd like. I'm going to shower Pebbles again. Um... And ooh, 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 ooh. Can I cast a minor illusion through a wall? Let's say yes. It doesn't save away, but we'll go with yes. Okay, so I need to cast minor illusion in two quick successions. So I cast minor illusion, aiming as much as I can towards where I think the red light is of pebbles with a little paw just reaching out in a statue. Because my minor illusions, I mean, they do move, I suppose, just touching it. But they can, can they move across rooms? 
They can move, yeah. Okay. So I cast a minor illusion of pebbles, scampering up, pouring the little red light, scampering across all the little worktops, and then giving the little blue light a little tap as well. Um, and I shout through the water, pebbles, pebbles! Watch, watch what the, the, the other pebbles is doing and see if you can do it too. Can you roll then another intelligence check, please? Come on, pebbles, you got this. It's a two. <laughs> you don't see what happens, but again, nothing happens. Oh, dear, 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 dear. Um, okay, okay, okay. I, oh, can I charm pebbles? You have to be able to see them. Damn it. So, so no. Would you like us to cut uh, back to the others whilst you have a think? Yeah, go on. I feel like I've hit my quota of sulking for, for the afternoon. Rodson, our sulking time is up. Arden! I said our sulking time is up. Oh, right. Okay. Could you come and help me, please? I want to drag this chest up the stairs to throw it off the top of the lighthouse. Okay, let's go. Let's grab the chest between us and walk around the side and see if we can find some sort of ladder or stairs that will take us higher up to do such a thing. Yeah, is there a lift in here? Probably not. Escalator? Probably not. Dumbwaiter? Probably not. Looks like we're walking then, chap. Yeah. Come on! What we should do, we'll leave Martin at the bottom of it. We'll see if we so, can crack so his we're dragging it. Me and, me and Parker are dragging that chest upstairs, Dave. Can we get right okay, to the top? You... I mean, you'd have to go through every floor of the lighthouse. How many okay. floors are there? Well, I mean, you seeing it from the outside, it was pretty tall. You'd probably guess there's at least six floors. Well, Parkai's pretty strong. I'm strong. We might be think... better off looking for some sort of shortcut that will mean we don't have to climb stairs. I find ladders easier. Maybe we'll find one of them. What, dragging it up a ladder? Yeah, much easier. I've seen the, the, the old Chuckle Brothers do it. up the stairs. Have you ever yep. lifted anything heavy, Shite Hawk, before in your life? I'm a dwarf. That's <laughs> all I do. In real life as well. I just want to get it up them stairs. I want, I want this thing lobbed off the top of the lighthouse. Oh, I'm in a huff now. I'm going up, I'm going up the ladder. I'm in right, a so the ladder's outside. outside Remember, you haven't seen the ladder yet. This is like, right, said Fred, go to get a bum, 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 dum, and steady as we go. This is like this. If we don't work together, it's, you know. Because Ronson won't agree with me, I've gone into a sulk, and I'm going outside to uh, walk it off in a big circle. Right, I'm going to drag that frigging chest up myself then. (laughs) Okay, give me a strength check. Uh, Right, yeah, so that was a uh, 20 plus 2, 22. There's something going wrong with D&D Beyond, because on my screen it said five. Um, so we're going to go with oh, does five. It? Yeah. Does it, Dave? Oh, oh I, mm, yeah, maybe it's something to do with your, your, your internet connection. Maybe it just dropped out or something. And Maybe, but we're going to go with five anyway. Few... Um, okay. As you, you try and pull it, but it's not shifting. I mean, you don't know if it's just because you are very, very weak from the swim you've had, or, or it could be You don't know. Right, I'm looking to see if I've if 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 I've got any uh, magic that can transport it upstairs. Do I have a levitation spell, um, Dave? Okay, so if you have a look for your spell list for something called levitation, yeah, yeah, do you see anything uh, in there? Minor illusion, frostbite, comprehend languages. I can't see anything, Dave. I've got a greaser. Could I grease it up the stairs? I mean, you could grease it. That wouldn't necessarily make it move. But if I put grease all over it, it'll slide up the stairs easier, won't it? Not if it's bolted to the floor. Is it bolted to the floor? I said when you tried to move it, you got the feeling it may be bolted to the floor. Yeah, but I got the feeling maybe that was just because, you know, I thought, oh, this is heavy. Is it bolted to the floor? Who bolts chests to the floor, Dave? Do you do you bolt your Billy bookcase from Ikea to your... Bedroom floor. I screwed mine to the wall because they're a bit wonky. Yeah. So Ronson's going to go wandering and look for a talk to see that she's all right because it is Mister. Okay. So you go up the staircase you saw when you walked in, and you find yourself on the next floor. Talk. 
Tickety talk. Can you hear me? Talk. Where are you? Do I hear him? You do hear him. As um as I hear Ronson um crying for me up the steps, I take the key and I put it down my top, so no one can find it. I like the sound of that. Um, and I I bang on the wall and I say, Ronson, Ronson, I'm in here. I'm I'm in this room. There's a a, a combination of lights that you need to touch to get me out. Right. What do I need to do? Tell me clearly. Well, you need to. Press the red light that's on your right as you walk into the room. And right, then you need I'm to... doing that. I'm no, pressing no, the red light. Listen to me, and then you need to press oh, the blue light. You in... press the red light, and I pressed it. What next? Well, you need to press the blue one in very quick succession. Right, I've now, I'm now pressing the blue one in very quick succession. What now? Dave. <laughs> Can you hear me talk? I can hear you. Right, I've pressed the red one and the blue one. What do I need to do now? Well, that's all. That's all? I mean, <laughs> what's the distance from the red light to the blue well, line? I'm going to get an athletic. I, I mean, this is ridiculous, Dave. I, I mean, it, I it's... I did an athletic check. a second. Add on a second. Uh, athletics. Okay, there we go. Uh, it's a 10 plus 2, 12. Okay, so a, a screeching noise goes off again as you hit the red one. You make it across, you hit the blue one, and the panel slides into the floor, revealing Tok. Hello. Tok, I've saved you. I'm sure you're grateful. Come here and embrace me. No. Right, okay, I see. Do you want to go back in there? I mean, you're welcome to go in there. No, you, I mean. Oh, both of us? No, just Seven you. minutes in heaven. There's a horribly spiky red light in there. It's a bit, it's a bit touchy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and poke it, but you know. No, okay. So, talk. let me tell you what's been going on. Let me give you the down low on mm -hmm. the uh, lo-fi, um, old-school mofo grapevine. This is um, I found a chest downstairs. Congratulations. I can't open it. It's very annoying, very annoying. Do you have any ideas of how we could open this lock on the chest? Did you try your firebolt? I did, yes. It was the first thing I thought of. Didn't work. Well, I mean, I probably could go down and try one of my spells at it for opening locked things. Yes, that's fine. and I will accompany you. Let's go downstairs now. For the, for the purposes of moving the plot along, can I just pop up at the top of the ladder? Just I found a ladder. Okay, thank you. We're about yeah. to open a big golden chest. You enjoy your ladder. A simpleton talk, isn't he? An absolute simpleton. Are you going back downstairs with them? Yeah, we're going to go unlock that uh, chest. I've got, I've got amazing cardio. I'm on my way back down again. Right. Um, this chest, Ronson, this one in front of me, the, the gold-looking one. Yes, that gold one, which is apparently bolted to the floor for some bizarre reason. Mm. Well, the only spell I know is the one that I can't say, but I'll cast it anyway, yes, and it give should it a, cause give something it, give, locked to fly open. <laughs> yes, give it, give, give it a cast. Please do. <sighs> That's my noise for that spell. I try and cast it. Oh, now, can I uh, bring something up with you, and it's very sensitive. I have noticed that around your bosom, which is delightful, by the way. Congratulations. Um, I can see the imprint coming through your tunic. There's an imprint of something that looks a little bit key-shaped. I would like to tell you that I didn't spot it because I was looking at your breasts, but I was. Um, is, do you have a key in your breasticles? Um, no, it's one of those newfangled bra contraptions that they make as women wear now. Frankly right. uncomfortable. Okay. Could Section I check, please, Vic? <laughs> Just to point out as well, your spell that we can't say only opens unlocked doors or windows. Oh, Look at this, okay. Vic refusing to give up the key because she wants all the loot for herself. Uh, it's a it's a dirty twenty. Uh, and give me a uh, insight check, please, Neil. Insight. It's a four plus two, which is six. Yeah, you, uh, yeah, it's just a key shaped bra. What's wrong with that? 
Get with the times, Ronson. Right, talk. Okay, okay. My apologies. Uh, it would seem you uh, were correct. It is a key-shaped bra. Um, I'm just wondering, uh, would, it, would you like me to leave the room? Or if I stayed here, do you want me to leave? I, ha I have a feeling that if I leave the room, I may come back and find the chest has been opened. No, you're welcome to uh, to stay with me. It's absolutely fine. I don't know right. why you'd think the chest would fly open. My spell obviously didn't work because uh, I do not know how to say it nor cast it. So yes. okay, <laughs> I, I, I'll sit on the bed then for a while. If you want to sit next to me, feel free. I may lay down. If you want to lay down, feel free. I might spoon. If you want to spoon, feel free. Yes, no, I don't do that. <laughs> and you know what they say about a good spoon, don't you? It always leads to a good fork. Sounds like you're about to be on the end of a good knife. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, Ronson's going to sit down and hope that bloody Vic is going to open this frigging chest. Was there a floor to this uh, this lighthouse? Um, did you see poor Kai? Sorry, uh, Ray's molted all over me. Is there a floor? Another floor? I, I'm sure I saw a staircase going upwards uh, on the floor above. Uh, possibly. I got to the top of the ladder and went back down again. I'm going to go and have a look up there. Why, okay. why, why is Vic not opening this chest? <laughs> can you make her open this chest, please? Dave, can you make her open the chest? For as, as long as I've known Vic, I can, I can categorically say that no. No, I cannot make her do anything. Well, well that, <laughs> I, I can see that Vic is not a team player. So until Vic decides to be a team player, I'm going to sit here and sulk. And Ronson is okay. also a sulking. So myself and Ronson are sulking, Dave, if you'd like to make a note of that. I'll head upstairs. <laughs> cool. So you head upstairs, um, and this just looks to be... No, there's not a lot here, really. Um, there's a central platform uh, with a ladder on it and just some scrap and stuff kind of at the, at the base of the platform. Is there anything shiny in the scrap? There's some metal. Metal is famous is and shiny sometimes. You're sulking, shut up. <laughs> yeah, so there's um, lots, to be lots of scrap from ships. There's you know, bits of figureheads, right? Oh. Just old, old bits of wood and bolts and stuff. Yeah, go up the ladder. Okay, so as you push up the ladder, um, at the top is like a closed hatch or a trapdoor. Uh, can I? Is it locked? Are you going to try and, if you can try, I'll open try it? and push it open? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, it opens. And you find yourselves um, approaching the top now. You can see that outside of this little central room you're in, um, you will end up walking out into the open air, um, onto the observation level of the lighthouse. You presume that the source of the light must be directly above you. Okay, will you take point? Yeah, might as well. I do that. Okay, so what are you doing? Uh, I'll just have a, a little bit of a mooch around. Shall I do a bit of perception rolling or investigation rolling? Some yeah, give me investigation. Stuff. It's a seven. You're on top of a lighthouse. Um, yes, I am. You, My work here is done. You do you see that there? there is a ladder? <laughs> Uh, again, which leads up even higher. Talk. Uh, maybe, maybe you should investigate. Uh, I tell, it's now Canada that I get a bit wobbly at heights. Okay, I'm. Um, I, I, I take leads and I climb the ladder, making sure uh, Polka is okay behind me. You still coming up though? I'm still right there. Okay. Okay, so you emerge through another trapdoor, <laughs> and you are on top of the uh, lighthouse now. But you can see that on top of the lighthouse, on a risen platform, it's not a traditional light at all. Uh, it is, in fact, the glowing body of Paul Daniels, um, emerged in light and tendrils of energy sort of seeping from him into the lighthouse itself. Do do we recognise Paul Daniels? Yes, we oh. do recognise Paul Daniels. You've met him.
This tale of adventuring and asking about was devised by DM Dave. You can find him at twitch.tv slash lonelygod182. Pock was played by Rick. He's at twitch.tv slash Hair. Neil played Ronson, and he streams at twitch.tv slash bitemyfub. Hawkeye was played by Shitehawk. You can catch his streams, including live recordings of Dungeons and Dickheads, at twitch.tv slash Shitehawk. And of course, the whole lot was abridged by Stephen Rankin. Until next time. <laughs>